Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Umami Conversation podcast. We are starting a new series called the COVID series or the Great Pause series. And um, we kick it off with my sister, Lisa Appia. So on this episode, she shares the beginning of her experience as this is part one. And let us know what you think about her bold step in starting a business during the pandemic. Thank you. And don't forget, like, subscribe, share, comment, rate, download Umami Conversation. Thank you once again. And if this is your first time, welcome. I hope you enjoy us. Stay blessed. Um, yo, I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited today because I have uh, somebody really special with me. Hi, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> and for those that know the name Lisa with two S, this is my sister. I wanted to say my baby sister, but she ain't no baby right now. So it's <laughs> just my younger sister that's sitting down with us today. She boldly started a business during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into that, um, Lisa Appia, um, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> and obviously, I know who you are, and I know, like, you know, a bit about what you do and all of that stuff. But the people listening might not know. Do you mind just sharing a bit with us of who is Lisa Appia? Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm Lisa Appia. And as Amma said, I'm her sister. I am the founder of We Apply Canada, and I'm also a certified resume and career strategist. Uh, with my company, We Apply, I help introverts, mid to executive level introverts mostly, uh, increase their visibility and their marketability to be able to get promoted at work. And I do that mostly through career coaching, so one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching. And I also have an online course. And really, the idea behind the business, I, I always wanted to have a business like this, but, um, you know, I was very hesitant for several years. How long? Uh, a long time. I would say maybe... Uh, I can remember since like 2013, last time I was looking at, um, you know, we used to always write what our plans for the year were. I mean, I still do it, maybe not as uh, detailed as I used to do it before, but always writing down the plan and the resolution for the year. And one of the times I was cleaning up and I found a book from 2013 and it said to start We Apply that year. And so the idea has been there since 2013, I would say maybe even before, but it's evolved from what it originally was to what it is now. But I've always decided to keep the name the same. So you and had a name like you had a name since. So this name carried itself with you till now. Yeah, definitely. Wow. It's been the same name that I've had since. That is amazing. Since that I didn't even know that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. It's been the same. Um, I remember uh, I helped someone with their resume like several years ago. And she came back to me recently as a client. And she was telling me that 
all when you saved the document, you saved with the password we apply. So when she saw my company as we apply, she was like, No, I have to come back and tell her this. Oh my goodness. So, so yeah. So yeah, it's something that uh, you know, I I've I've prayed about, something that I have thought about how it's going to start, but I, I was very fearful to to just take the leap and actually start until uh, 2020. Yeah, June 2020, I decided to start. I got certified before. Right. Uh, early in 2020, I got certified, but I wasn't, um, I didn't start the business, but in June 2020, I decided to start. And, and yeah, and really the business is, is partially about my own story, about how I had to figure things out on my own in my career. I didn't necessarily have a mentor or a guide or a coach to walk me through a lot of the things. And yet I've still been able to be successful in my career. And I've been promoted five times in the last eight years. Come on. <laughs> so, so it's really based on that and being able to help people who are like me, who are introverts, who are women, who are black, who are often underestimated, who are often overlooked. And my goal is to help those people who are talented and have so much potential rise and be able to um, have a place at the table and be able to share their voice with confidence at work. I love that. I really love that, Lisa. But it, I find it so funny that out of the, let's say, like, let's say 10 years, let's let's put a number to it. Mm-hmm. The past, the, the last 10 years, you've been thinking about it, praying about it, talking about it, because we've had discussions about that too. And I was just like, yo, you should do this. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I know. I thought about it already. <laughs> but then in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic, okay, <laughs> where people are losing their jobs, people are closing their businesses, you still decided to take a leap. And you yeah. took a big leap. You took a big chance. Because I don't know, I, I and I think at that time also, the job market wasn't that booming. Like there was no, a lot of jobs that were closing down. Um, a lot of the jobs that you couldn't necessarily work from home were shutting down. So many businesses were lost, right? So what triggered you? Like, I'm just curious to know what was the trigger to say that pandemic or not, I'm going to do it after yeah. all of that time of waiting? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, in 2018, I had my son and I was on mat leave for about 15 months. So I wasn't working. And then at that time, I told myself, okay, I have more time on my hands. I'm going to start the business. Not realizing that, you know, taking care of a baby is a full-time job in and of itself. And more. <laughs> so uh, I didn't start at that time. But the pandemic hit. I went back to work for three weeks. And then I was... I didn't have remote access for maybe six or seven weeks. Wow. Uh, So I was with my son at home and then, you know, the idea was there. I had done the certificate and then I started reading up, doing my research, understanding, you know, what would this look like? You know, I, I definitely knew that it existed, but I didn't know 
really as a profession, how, how does it work? How am I going to structure this? So, you know, just looking online, seeing if there are different groups. I joined uh, a network in, in the U.S. Of, of resume writers where I learned a lot about how to start off the business. Although I don't do resume writing one-on-one anymore. Um, that, that was the foundation of how I was That's able to start the business. Yeah. So, so really why I decided to start is, you know, the pandemic hit and definitely it got me thinking about my life in general, um, what it is I wanted to accomplish, what it is I wanted to do. And you're right, the job market wasn't like it was before. And, you know, you think maybe more people are coming to use career services because of that. But really, it was an unusual time where people didn't necessarily have the funds to invest like that or just the market it was just taking longer than usual. You know, I was hearing stories of people before. Yeah, my client got a job in one week, two weeks. We did this, we did that. But it was just a really unusual time. But I'm so grateful that still, um, despite the situation, I was able to help at least, you know, 30 people, I would say, during that time. because wow. from, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'll say from, because I, I looked at the numbers recently when I celebrated the first year in business and I had helped 35 people secure jobs. And so, you know, if we look at those times, like the market right now has changed and now it, it's a lot, it's not... A, it's not easy for all industries, but mm-hmm. it's not what it was what it was yeah. months ago. So, so yeah, that was, I would say the turning point, having my son, um, being able to realize that I need to, um, take control of my own life. At that time, I made a lot of decisions, not only regarding like my family, but just, uh, a lot of decisions to be able to walk into, what I knew God was calling me to do and also to be bold about it and not, um, not let like naysayers or the opinions of other people stop me because that was a big thing. You know, I remember telling some people that, Oh, this is a business I wanted to start. And they're like, Oh, you, you sure you can run a business? You know, you're, <laughs> you know, people make comments like that and those things stay with you. Right. But exactly. It, it keeps you at a certain level where you start not believing in yourself anymore. Right. Yeah. And you start exactly. believing in their lives. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I had to get over all those things and just, um, you know, take ownership of, of what I can do, take ownership of, of 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 my life and and just go for it and you know uh, now I'm 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 thriving but it's really because I decided to say yes and, and take that step obviously you know I've made mistakes I've learned a lot of things I've changed my business model but it's just being able to say yes I'm going to do it and just taking the leap and then you know the rest follows but you just have to sense make the decision to go for it. And I've been able to impact so many people as a result of it. Wow. It's, you know, Lisa, like, I, I mean, I say I follow you because obviously you're on, you're, you're on social media. <laughs> yeah. And I just, even just being your sister, the growth 
like homegirl be doing reels. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We were having a conversation, but you'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this social media life. But you're on that. You're you're on it. And it's not like you're just doing it. You're intentional about it. You're you're and you're you're thriving. Yeah. That's the beauty yeah. of it. You're thriving. And what I love so much, he says, the fact that like you literally you 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 specialize with introverted women yeah introverted women could you could you talk a little bit about that like why specifically introvert yes you are an introvert fine okay that's cool but i mean you could help me like a next i'm 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 super extra well actually i don't know if i'm introverted (laughs) but a little a little less introverted than you obviously um but then why specifically for introverted women? I just want to kind of have an idea. Yeah, it's quite interesting because, you know, that nailing that part of things in my branding was a recent thing, you know. Uh, I recently started working with a business coach in the last couple of weeks. And when she was hearing my story, uh, she was like, you know, everything you're saying, you keep saying introverts, but I don't see that in your branding. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean, but do I have to say it? And so I changed my branding on LinkedIn first recently to add introverts. And I did one post um, recently around that, sharing my story about being an introvert, about being promoted five times in eight years. And that post went viral. Um, there's over 600,000 views on the post. I, on. And this is a year of being, a year and a few months of being in business? Exactly, yeah. Okay. I've had, uh, you know, People contact me from all over for opportunities just from that one post. Uh, it's, it's, and so, and the interesting thing is uh, when, after we, we made that change in the branding, um, the business coach posted on her own LinkedIn and then someone commented, yeah, you know, uh, I'm surprised because Lisa has always been the voice for us who are overlooked and underestimated. So she was able to recognize, even though I wasn't using that wording, people could still recognize that as part of my branding. But all that to say, you know, like words matter. And, and, and when I was able to really nail down and speak to people in the language they wanted to hear, uh, that's what made a difference. And so why introverts is because uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about introverts and and what they can and cannot do. And people, you know, in the workplace, self-promotion is very important, being able right. to advocate for yourself, for yourself and step up. And, you know, we always have seen that colleague who's just able to speak very loudly and let everybody know, I did this, I did that. And those people are the type of people often that move up at work because they are able to talk, they're able to build relationships quicker, people like them, they're funny, whatever. So, it's not that they're the smartest people, but they tend to rise just because they can talk. They can talk, yeah. Um, but then there are other people who are equally and sometimes even more talented that are just overlooked because they're 
doing their work every day. They're in their computer, you know, in their cubicle or whatever, wherever they are. And they're just working very hard, getting results, but they're not letting anybody know about their work. And so that's really what it's about. It's about self-advocacy and showing people strategies to be able to speak about their achievements, let people know about their achievements without losing themselves as well. Because the goal is not that, okay, I'm an introvert. I have to do what this person is doing to rise. Because some of the strategies or some of the things people are doing sometimes to rise are malicious. And so you don't want to lower yourself to that level, but you want to be able to put things in place um, that fit your character, that fit your lifestyle, that fit your values, that will still enable you to move up in your career. What and I'm so- hearing, Lisa, mm-hmm. is really about like being true to yourself, being true yeah. to who you are, and not being ashamed of the person that you are. Um, not you know, downsizing yourself because maybe you're not the loudest or you're not the craziest or you're not the most talented, but there is definitely something in each and every person that could help them, you know, get to the level that they, they want to get to. But I find it so beautiful that you could just, um, you know, first look at yourself and accept you and say that, listen, this is me. <laughs> I'm introverted and I'm and I'm out here to help others that are exactly just like me. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. I really love that love that part about your business. Yeah. Really I actually thought that the marketplace was really bad, but mm-hmm. a few weeks ago I was just doing like random research and I realized like there's been like a an increase mm-hmm. in, in jobs. Um but as you had mentioned before, it's not necessarily for all fields of work. Could you give us an idea of like the type of fields or do you have an idea of the type of fields that maybe somebody out there might be? And this is Canada, right? Uh, We're in Canada. So we're really talking about like numbers in Canada and um, specifically Ontario, Quebec, you know, type of thing, right? Um, What are the fields that are really like booming right now? Yeah, so tech for sure always um tech is 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 one of the main fields but uh food and hospitality also is a big industry that is highly in demand right now. But what I'll say is what's happening is that you know people are calling it the great resignation. And what is happening is that a lot of people because of the pandemic are leaving their jobs. They're leaving their work because they want, they've experienced and they've tasted what it was to have this so-called work-life balance. They've experienced what it was to be able to, um, you know, work from home and still have that opportunity to balance all these things that you have at home, take care of your kids, spend time with your family. And now companies are opening back up and you know, for no apparent reason, there isn't justified reason to why they want everybody to go back to the office. Obviously, you know, money is is always a a factor, but uh, many companies are opening back up and people don't want to go back. So 
people want jobs that align with uh, their values. They want jobs that align with the lifestyle that they've been able to get a taste of during the pandemic. And so um, that is why there is also a big um need in the market currently for jobs that are hiring is because people are changing industries. They're moving away from, you know, some of these industries that um, we called essential workers at the time of the pandemic. That are more demand in in demand, I would say at this, yeah. Exactly. I I, I don't know if, was it in Canada? I was watching um, a video and there was this lady, they, she worked in, um, in a restaurant. She was like a, um, a server. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, she obviously, <laughs> restaurants are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got into <sighs> not construction, but like, forklifting or something in the sort. Like, it was like in, um, in the ports, like they, 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 you know, when things ship into like a country, that's what yeah, she's yeah. doing now. Yeah. When I saw that video, I was like, it's a big shift. The people are making drastic shifts in careers. And another th- industry, I would say that's it, highly in demand that is often overlooked, especially I would say by, um, you know, people who, who are, you know, immigrants or descendant of immigrants, the trades, the trades and there's the money there. Um, we just this week I was reading an article that the Ontario government is pushing now for recruiters to go into high school to talk to the students more about the trades and build awareness about that. And it's often an industry that's you know very much overlooked because yeah, yeah, and mostly you know it, I would say it's skilled trades, so it's usually. Um, work that requires you to do like a, a technical uh, right, degree. right, right, right. So being a tradesperson is is definitely you know, and and also the government has like what they call like some apprenticeships to be able to get into skills trade uh, work. But uh, the 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 jobs there are so many different. Like it goes across the board, but um. You know, there is a demand for it right now, but um, it's often overlooked, I would say, because people tend to want their kids to, yeah, be a doctor, be a lawyer, lawyer. go to university and and get a a degree. That's often, you know, if you you tell your parents, I'm going to get a certificate to, to, to work in the trades or... You know, it's not something that is always uh, seen as the ideal type of job. Although, you know, mechanics, they make tons. An electrician makes a lot of money. Plumbers. Technicians. technicians. Uh, you know, they some, some types of, you know, engineering technicians. Those are all kinds of trades. Carpenters, welders, plumbers, you know, all those things. You know, our dad is a carpenter, so we 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 knew what you know. And th- yeah. when he was doing it, he was doing well. So yeah. it's the types of industries that we don't always think about, but that can also um, be a nice career path for someone. That's so true because, like, if you need an electrician, 
like you you don't you don't you don't have a choice but to get somebody that knows about yeah. about that because it's not as if you could just um you know you could just go and say oh, okay I'm just going to like pull pull off this wire and you, you can't do that you yeah. can't electrify yourself. you cannot do that so definitely trades yeah thanks for bringing that up i think that as you said like as we definitely overlook that because i guess our parents want to see us in offices Mm -hmm. but right now offices are no longer the thing (laughs) because your office is in your house right now (laughs) you know what i mean so and and talking about offices being in your house right now okay fine so you open up your business um Mm -hmm. while you were you were on mat leave Mm -hmm. but you still went back to work and you're working right now Mm-hmm. Right? So you're running, you're doing your nine to your usual nine to five, and you're running reapply, and mm-hmm. you have your son, you have your husband, and all of that good stuff during a pandemic. How do you find balance or harmony with all of that? And it's a wrap, family. This is the first part of my conversation with my beloved sister, Lisa Apia. And this is my take. Sometimes you need to take hard decisions in order to walk in what God has called you to do. Second, take ownership of your life. Do not let naysayers stop you from doing what you feel called to. And the final one is say yes and take a leap. Thank you so much. Make sure you come back next Thursday for part two and until very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we hope you enjoy today's conversation. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, leave your comments and your reviews, download your favorite episode. This helps Umami Conversation have more visibilities for other listeners that we might not be able to reach. You are the ones that can help us reach them. Now, with your effort and our effort, we believe that Umami Conversation is going to be and is amongst the top podcasts out there. So until very soon, actually until next Thursday, stay blessed, stay Gucci, and please make sure you put a smile on your face.